0: What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Zach here. So excited to be hanging out with you and y'all. We have a wonderful week ahead of us. Listen, it's Monday. I don't know how the heck your week's gonna go, but listen, we're gonna go ahead and claim this week's gonna be awesome. Anybody gives us crap, we're gonna kick them in the face. We're not gonna deal with anything. Listen, we're gonna be like what we're gonna be like. We're gonna um, we're gonna look like Jesus. But we're going to be the Jesus who walks through the temple with the whip, taking people out who are doing stupid things. That's what we're going to be this week. So we're going to um, we are going to absorb that energy. We're going to bring that to the world. But y'all, I'm so excited to be back here with you today. Um, man, we're going to be continuing our conversation back in 1 Samuel. A few weeks ago, we were kind of walking through this, and then we took a break to talk about some other things. And I'm just so excited to be back with it because, man, the story is just about to pick up, and it's it's so powerful. It's so beautiful. It's going to relate to you, it's going to relate to me, and I'm just excited for the things we're going to be able to take from it. But before we dive into that, I want to give a shout out um, to listen to all of my Dirty Fam, all of you guys, whether it's your first time, 100th time, I just want you to know I love you, that you are seen, that you are known, that you are loved, that listen, that this is a place where I hope you feel safe. Um, I hope that you you know that regardless of where you've been, what you're going through, the decisions you've made, that you are loved. Um, that you are loved. It's true. It's true. Um, and man, so I'm just grateful that you're listening to this. I'm grateful for um, the time you take to, um, man, just to be a part of this conversation with me each day. And so I love you so much. But anyways, enough with the cheesy stuff. I can be super cheesy, but I want to dive into First Samuel chapter 16. And where we've left off is um, Israel, which is the tribe of people, God's people, um, who have been called to um, be God's people and to represent God to the world. Uh, they have um, asked for a king, and basically, God says, "Okay, give them a king." Because up to this point, God had been their king, and the people said, "No, we need an actual king. King the other countries. We feel stupid. We need more leadership." And so, God basically, even though it's an insult, God gives them a king, and he puts this guy named Saul into kingship. Well, Saul doesn't last long. Saul kind of has his own thing he's looking for. He's got his own agenda. Um, he drops the ball in a few areas, and God has basically said Saul is out, um, and so we're kind of left here with this prophet named Samuel. Samuel is supposed to be retired at this point. We talked about his farewell speech a few a uh, few weeks ago, um, and Samuel's like, "All right, God, well we're we need a king again. What are we going to do?" And so God sends Samuel on this journey in First Samuel chapter sixteen um, to this family um, where the father's named Jesse, and. God says, there there's the right person. The person that is meant to be king is in this place. And um, I want you to go find him, take a heifer. We're going to sacrifice, we're going to eat, and you're going to anoint this this person as king. And so he goes and he finds Jesse. And Jesse has um, multiple sons. He has a big family. It's a very healthy family. And the first son comes in It's the firstborn. He's tall, muscular, and Samuel's like, this is it. This is the king. This is going to be the one who leads us. Uh, and God kind of checks Samuel and says, hey, don't pay attention to appearance. Um, don't pay attention to the things you normally would look at. Because Saul, uh, if you remember, Saul was those things. He was tall. He had all the things that would make a good king. And God's like, Samuel, don't don't look at that. There's something else that we need to look for. Um, and so Samuel says, "You know that's not it." Passes through. He's meeting all the sons, and one by one, these sons that show up looks very kingly, and yet God keeps telling Samuel that it's not either or any of them. So they kind of goes through all the sons, and he looks at Jesse, and he's like, "Jesse, like, uh, I'd imagine it's awkward. Like, hey, I thought there was going to be the king here. God isn't like any of these sons. Are you like hiding one like in a bush or something? Like, where the frick is? Is there any more?" And Jesse says, yes, there's the youngest, and he's out tending the sheep. And so um, it's really wild to me. You know, There's a lot of talk about why Jesse wouldn't include David in this. And I, I don't really know, other than the fact that um, usually the more removed you got from the firstborn, there was like kind of less privilege in that. And David, um, this last son, is uh, basically the youngest of many, and is kind of out doing the crappy chores that no one wants to do. And so everyone kind of looked over him um, he was hidden from, from Samuel's eyes. He was hidden from this opportunity. And basically Jesse's like, well, let's go get him. And so they go and check out David. And one of the things we find at David, it'd be so much easier if David was ugly, but what we see is David is in great health. Um, he's a very attractive young man. Um, and God instantly says, uh, to Samuel, he says, this, this is the one, this is the one that's supposed to be king. And they anoint David, and David in this moment goes from becoming a shepherd to being anointed to become king. And there's so much in this I can't wait to talk about, but what I want to talk specifically today in this is that um, David was hidden, but he wasn't forgotten. Like He was hidden from the spotlight. He was hidden from the opportunities. He was hidden from the chance to prove himself. And many of us, we live our life like that. We feel like that. Honestly, even though people are looking at us, they see right through us. That um, you know, that we do a good job at our work. We we try hard with our family. That you know, we go above and beyond to care for people. Sometimes it just feels like we're invisible to the world. That people never see the good things we do, but they only tend to remember the bad things that we've done. Um, Even though our good greatly outnumbers our bad, and you know, I, I multiple times in my life, I have felt like David in this. I have felt like I have been passed up for opportunities. I felt like um, no one has cared about me. I feel like I have been out doing the crappy things and no one even cared to consider the fact um, that maybe I wanted to be seen and I wanted to be considered. And what I love about the story is I think we can all relate to David to the extent that um, that sometimes we feel hidden. But what we get to remember in this is that we're not forgotten is that God doesn't look at the front runner. He doesn't look at the one that we always expect, but he goes after the one who is hidden and doing the right things. Uh, There's a verse in the New Testament that says, the things done in dark will be brought to light. And a lot of times we've read that from a negative sense, as we say, you know, if you do bad things, people are going to find out. Um, But what I also believe is there's a good side of that, is that the things that we do that no one sees will come back and will be rewarded for us. Um, and I believe David is is an example of that, that he is tending the sheep, he's doing his things, he's doing the things that no one else will see, um, and what he has been doing in dark has been brought to light. And I want to encourage you today and say, hey, keep doing the right thing. Um, you may feel hidden, but, but keep making the good decisions, keep loving people well, keep putting your best foot in front of you day in and day out. Um, and I really do believe, and I'm going to pray today. Um, that you find someone that will see you um, that may be that you will you will feel appreciated that you will feel loved um, that you will be seen for the wonderful person that you are um, but listen more than anything until that happens god god sees you he sees you it's it's a beautiful thing you may feel messy uh, you may feel hidden but you're you're not forgotten that god sees you he loves you he knows you Um, that no matter on our worst day or our best day, we still have Him in our corner. It's a beautiful thing. And so I want to encourage you with that today, that you may feel hidden, but you're not forgotten. Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for today. Thank you for every person listening to this. Lord, um, I want to specifically pray for the individuals um, who literally feel invisible. Um, Lord, they feel like every good thing just has passed by them, that no one cares about them. And Lord, I pray that today that they would feel seen pray that they would feel known for who they are and they would feel love through that. Lord, I pray that they would feel your presence. Lord, that you would um continue to help them do the, the make the do the wise things in the dark that no one's seeing, um Lord, because eventually those things done in dark will be brought to light, um Lord, and they will be rewarded. So Lord, um I pray for encouragement for them, I pray for support for them, um, and Lord that they would experience your best in this world because you have an incredible plan for them. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen.